welcome to another episode of Pixel Prep, a.k.a. Silent Hunter 4, Wolves of the Podcast. That's my game. Yeah. I've got that game. Yeah. You fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know if you remember, but three weeks ago, Slinger made the joke that that could be our a.k.a. And I thought, it will. It will. Yeah. <laughs> I shall do that. Splendid. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Slinger. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, welcome, guys. This is episode 48. I am Broad, and as always, I am joined by my video gaming comrades in arms, Mr. Chris Slinger. Hello. Mr. Alex Jackson. Good evening. And Mr. Towson will be along a little bit later on when he's not having dinner. Oh, my God, boys. I'm just having some chat right now. <laughs> Um, so it's a bit of a weird one we tried to do this via facetime and get some really nice clear audio but we got some horrible uh, audio feedback um and what with the uh, covid19 pandemic kicking off at the moment we've all decided that we'll jump on a phone call and we'll record the podcast this way because that way you still get to hear our idiot opinions on things that don't matter and our sexy dulcet tones. Yeah, damn right. Hello, ladies. Um, before we get into the show, big thanks to this episode's contributors. We've got Jaffa Cake. Yay. Eleven. Yay. Samantha. Yay. Oh, boo. <laughs> Morty Platform Man. Yay. And Cody Sean. Cody Sean is a new one to us, but also I want to give him a massive shout out because at the minute, um, Cody Sean uh, works for the health service um, I think he works for the American health service but he's been working 12 hour days um, and has been basically putting himself on the front lines to look after people that are suffering at this time so big thanks Absolute to Cody hero. fucking hero absolutely so yeah so with that we go to the catch up who wants to lead you can I can Brilliant. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, so I have... I've finished Mass Effect Andromeda. Hey, that was oh, no. a buggy piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it pulled down right at the end. Yeah, that's how you finished it. <laughs> it, it was actually really good. Like, it, it was nice to get that happy ending. Um, but at the same time, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm done with this now. Like, I was a little annoyed about the fact that I've come to a whole new fucking galaxy and apparently there are only two species of alien. Okay. That's a bit bit lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like both of them, both of them walk around on two legs and like they're, they're humanoid in nature. So I'm just like, okay, well could have been super imaginative making up aliens, but apparently we weren't. Is it kind of like a planet load of Gamoras, just green skins? Yeah. It was a lot like that. Admittedly, like I saw the romance through with um, the blue alien girl, specifically like because so Kirk right now. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I was going to Captain Kirk it. <laughs> oh, I do love back in like more racist times. That's just basically going come with a girl with a different colour skin. Yeah, I Kirk that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Now, more progressive. 
Yeah, this is it. Now it doesn't matter what the colour of your skin is. It's What matters is whether or not you've got tendrils on your head. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on from racism to speciesism. Yeah, man. That's how it works. <laughs> if you don't fuck another species, then you're just wrong. Um, I also finished off Pokemon Shield. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. How was it? That was brilliant. No, really. How was it? <laughs> yeah. It, look, it was good. Um, I know that's a massive drop down from brilliant, but at the same time, <laughs> it was one of these things that I I really liked where Pokemon Sun went, where it went, oh, we're going to get rid of gyms and we're going to have challenges instead, like island trials. And I was like, oh, okay, let's try this out. And then they just decided to jump straight back onto gyms. But... The graphics, the the wild area, um, the story, everything about it was absolutely brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I don't... Oh, that's going to be massively loud. Thanks a fucking lot, Nick. <laughs> was that Tails, though? The thing that is... was Tails, wasn't it? No, it was this fucking... Is, uh, what is it? It's not an antivirus or whatever it is, but you can't turn it off. Oh, you're going... Oh, is it on, on Nick's laptop? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought James would text you there saying, sorry guys, I'm late still. Fuck it, I'm just going to have to roll with it. Um, the only thing that I will say is that because it's based on the UK, there's a lot of um, shut your gob and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that works. Yeah, let's have a nice cup of tea. Oh, like, please tell me a Pokemon trainer told you to bugger off. Like, there's even a Pokemon based on a teapot, and I'm like, we don't drink that much tea, surely. <laughs> but we do like Pokemon that much. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was just very weird. Um, so, yeah, I've also, I also played part of the FF7 remake demo. Yeah, I got that. Um, I think I beat nine bad guys before turning it off. Str- I've managed to complete all of it, saying that it's not that long. So I got to the scorpion boss and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, uh, for me, I was a bit. I kind of hope there's going to be a bit more to it. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Not a massive fan of the combat system at the moment. No, but the nice thing is, is that you can switch it to classic. Yeah. Um, which I really like. I'm hoping that you can actually switch that on the fly as well. Because when I was playing it, I did have a strange... Because um, it wasn't like discovering something new. That's the weird thing. I had a very familiar thing to it, because obviously you've played the game before, so it's just the same story with pretty graphics and a different combat system, so mm. there's not much you can really say about it. No. Except you can't change the name of your characters anymore. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad for that. I don't know. I did kind of like making up my own little names of characters. I mean, I I did, but then when I was stuck with them for the next, like, 80 hours, I'm like, oh, actually, I kind of wish I'd just gone with the, the normal name. Mm. Like, they call Cloud Big Boy just to get a response from Tiffa and uh, Aerith. <laughs> hey, Big Boy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, like in, in Final Fantasy X, when they did that, like you could pick your character's name, but everyone else was set. Yeah. So, like everyone else had their name said at some point when they were introduced, and 
like with Tidus, it was just like, oh, hey, you. I'm like, okay. Uh, Oi, yes. that guy. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the same in, um, oh, was it um, Persona 5? Yeah. Where you have your name asked, and when they're saying it out loud, they go, hey, but this guy here, you know, it's like, <laughs> if, if that's the case, just give me a fucking generic name. I don't care. This is it. I think where you're going to put audio in, you, you want to bite the bullet and just have the name. And the thing is, I don't think there's another... I don't think, apart from maybe Squall, I don't think there's another Final Fantasy character who is so defined by their name. Yeah. Like, I know that... Um, I know that Zidane, obviously, is Zidane, but you know, not everyone might call him that. Um, no. And no one can agree on the pronunciation of Tidus from Final Fantasy X. Um, oh, that's bizarre, that name is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then people, for me, I kind of feel like people dropped off of Final Fantasy after that. Um, you don't see anyone talk about uh, 12 or 13 or 13-2 or 13 Lightning Returns. Do you know what I mean? Like Cloud and Squall, those are, those are names synonymous with their characters. I think it's also the design as well. Yeah, Because, um, you know, Cloud has the uh, big-ass buster sword and, you know, his way he looks. Even Squall is a gun blade in that jacket. Because yeah. as a kid, you wanted that jacket, didn't you? You did. it. I still want it. Yeah. I do have the necklace. I, um... Yeah, the necklace was really cool. The lion on it. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, probably the chain's fucking massive. <laughs> the guy goes all the way down to pretty much my belly button. I'm like, yeah, it's just ridiculous, you know. It looks it's like it's like it's yeah, it looks like a really shitty rosary bead, that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> Except, you know, for uh, weeaboo, so instead of going across at the bottom, I got a friggin' lion head. <laughs> so we know where you. What, what's the uh, final fantasy you like the best? Yeah, I just like the necklace. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So the question is, after you've played Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo, and that's a mouthful, yeah. um, would you be interested in picking up the game in April? I'm absolutely going to pick up the game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Those nine bad guys, I didn't need to get far at all. I, I, I've not even taken control of Barrett um, to know that I, I already like the way this game plays. If I can switch from uh, live-action combat to classic mode mid-gameplay so you know i even i appreciate even if i have to do that when i'm not in combat i'll be very happy because the idea of having to change by coming out of the game and then starting a different load or a different save really turns me off but otherwise i'm, I'm massively up for that i'm really looking forward to it but then i i haven't played final fantasy 7 through to completion uh see i have yeah so, like, everything I'm, I'm playing the remake demo is like, well, I kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they do a proper uh, twist when it comes to, you know, spoilers, Aerith's death, and you have an option of saving her. Yeah. yeah. Because you know that's probably going to happen. I hope so. And I can't, see, her death never affected me. You know how everyone was like, oh no, you know, this most tragic thing in video games. I was like, just use a phoenix down, bring her back. Yeah. <laughs> my, my character's a 
died like 15 times at this point. They've all come back. <laughs> it did bother me because I was like, I knew it happened, but I was at that age where I was like, I didn't understand that permadeath was a thing in some games. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, because it's like, just use the thing, it's down, bring it back. Like, I, I'm on two square soft. My, I've seen characters die before, but I've never seen someone impaled on a plot twist. Um, and also, impaled <laughs> by a friggin' washing pole as well. Yeah. That's, that's how Stephroth does his washing. <laughs> I love the idea that he throws it up in the air and then like thrusts his sword forward and actually manages to catch all of his clothing on it without slicing any of it to pieces. Yeah. Just dangles the big-ass leather jacket at the top. Yeah. Oh. Right, so yeah, um, that's been it. That's really been my catch up. I'm still reading Significant Zero. I actually have it right here with me. Um, but that means nothing to you guys because we're not on the video chat anymore. No, we're not. We can't even see it. But we're glad that you've uh, um, you know, showed us your world. It's, it's genuinely one of the best things ever. Uh, he goes, he has a take on religion and. I I absolutely love it. Um, and there's a wonderful bit. He talks like basically like he's he's kind of like born and raised in the uh, Christian belt of America. He's from the south of America. Um and he basically goes on about how um another great thing was uh, sinning as evangelicals we wanted to dance and drink and fornicate but we weren't allowed. So I was taught to fight temptation and I did. But then at one point I would break and all it would take to wash away the shame was a bit of like one prayer of forgiveness. So I could immediately like get over everything. Um, like everything happened for a reason and it wasn't a half-assed trite sentiment. Everything happened for a reason, regardless of whether it was good or bad. Like if my mom died in a car accident, it was because God wanted to make me stronger. If mom left me a million dollars, God was rewarding me for my faith. If, you know, if I was if I blew mom's millions on cocaine and hookers, it was because God wanted me to fall so that he could lift me back up. And he's got this wonderful yeah, take. Nice. Say again. So it's nice to have that um, whatever I do is God's plan excuse, ain't it? Yeah, I know. It's that whole yeah. like, okay. Hey, my fault. God told me to do it. Exactly. But he literally said, like, uh, high-stakes adventure with no real risk, a reward loop driven by delayed gratification and the emotional security of a socially acceptable narcissism. No wonder I was drawn to organised religion. It was structured just like a video game. Pretty much. It is spot on. It's an incredible book and I can't recommend it enough. So that's so, what you've been doing. That's, yeah, I mean, like to be yeah. fair, I only have a finite amount of time to play games, even now, but... Well, you've been digging holes. Oh, I know. I have. I've been digging a trench. Yeah. It's a very impressive trench. You should put it on Twitter. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Alex, what have you been up to? You've been very quiet. Yeah. Um, I've tried to keep myself safe. So uh, I know you didn't want to talk about it, but I've been in self-isolation for the last 10 days. So I've tried to... I've no, given myself a challenge of playing a different game every day. To be fair, I, we are more than happy to talk about uh, being in self-isolation quarantine. And if you're in there, we want to know about it. 
we just yeah. because there's so much negativity, especially in the media at the moment, I thought we'd try and spread some joy. No, that's fine. But talking uh, about yeah. isolation, we're going to talk about it a little bit anyway because that's part of what we've asked our listeners. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I've given myself the challenge of playing a different game every day. So my my catch up's quite long. So I'll stick to the, the main point. Four points. Um, Far Cry Five. We're playing that. Oh, so we played around next. Yeah, yeah. After we played it, I thought <coughs> it looks good, uh, and so I bought it. And yeah, I, I got on the PS Store. They it was really odd because on the PS Store they had Far Cry Five and Far Cry New Dawn for twenty six quid, and they had the original Far Cry Five game at, at full retail price. So you know, I didn't understand what Sony's choice behind that was. So I've only got both games. So. I'm, Doing the main game first, and then I'll move on to New Dawn. But I do really like it. It's got a very sort of Mission Impossible feel, Fallout feel to it. Uh, um, the, the bad guy who is a priest, he reminds me a lot of the bad guy from uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, but I think one of the things that I like about this one is that you're actually a cop as part of the county of the sheriff county. Instead uh, of the last couple being fucking tourists or... Oh, you're a frat bro, right, weren't you? In three, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that's what I think I've resonated with it more because it, you actually feel like an authority figure trying to sort out the county. Um, rather, than a, rather than a frat boy who's just high on LSD the whole time. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's been really good. Uh, we, we've, I've gone and got the Disney Plus subscription as of Tuesday, watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian and love it. Absolutely love it. I think it's the best thing in Star Wars since Rogue One. Um, I have only just... watched episode one, but I am I am definitely leaning towards agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't. I mean, to be fair, I called it what's special about the baby Yoda character, I called that within sort of 10 minutes of it. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's so good. And it, it's, I, I didn't realise that the main character is played by Oberyn Martel, uh, Pedro Pascal. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, he's, he's so good in it. And, yeah, it's, I'm annoyed that they're only sort of 35, 40 minutes long. I wish they were longer. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that that carries on really well. And I watched the um, final, final episode of Picard this afternoon. Oh, I, I've not caught up just yet. No, okay. I, I won't say anything. It's, yeah, there's some really, really good bits in it. I will um, say, again, that... the last few episodes of that have really picked up. They're absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I, I think... I think it's done a little bit of fat and service to get all the ex-characters from the new generation in. I get why they've done that. Um, but it's added to the story really well. And, yeah, I've, I've been really I've been really pleased with it. But I'll, I'll let you make up your opinion on um, the last episode. Speaking of opinions, can I ask what your take on Disney Plus is? Um, yeah, I saw this on Twitter and I wasn't going to say anything. And so we, because I knew this was going to come for conversation tonight. I really like it. Yeah, I really do. Um, our film collection is not 
a massive amount of Disney. And so for us, it's actually quite good. But then there's other bits in there, like the Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV series, and Star Wars Rebels that I've, I've loved. And so to be able to have them all in one spot and actually watch them all, I really enjoy. So I'm not overly fussed about the, the fact that there's not enough original content, uh, but I'm happy with the content that's there because there is a lot to choose from, to be fair. Yeah. <coughs> didn't they make a um, final series for Clone Wars, didn't they? They Just did, for yeah. Plus. Yeah, so I'm, I've started off from season one and I'm work, working my way through that at the moment. How many seasons are there of Clone Wars? Because I know I've been watching myself. It's like six or seven, is that? There's there's seven of Clone Wars and there's four of Rebels. Yeah. Rebels I wasn't too intrigued with. Clone Wars I was a bit more... Well, yeah. Rebels is like better than Rebels, just put it. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I watched the, the film, the original film when it came out, and then I remember Sky did it as part yeah. of the cinema thing, that they do the sort of two episodes a week. And they were really good, but they were short enough that you'd sort of... It, it had to develop a story through the episode. Yeah. The sort of backstory yeah. as you went along. I mean, there's a couple of really good episodes. There's one where Anakin goes to a planet where there's three Force ghosts. And the whole episode is just really, really well done. And then there's a couple with, with Darth Maul later on, which then turns into a couple of episodes in Rebels, which, again, are really, really good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. And it's only five a month so it's not yeah it, it's not it's not breaking the bank i can see where you're coming from compared to yeah. like amazon prime you, you'd want a lot of content out there yeah for, for five quid a month you get a shit ton of disney films we really enjoy them you get the star wars stuff which is good for me and yeah i, I can't but at the moment we've, we've not been able to do anything it does help a lot. I am just at the. I'm at the point at the moment because I, I said about how I'd I'd much rather have Netflix and Amazon Prime, and if yeah. I'm honest, I do think Disney Plus, in terms of its quality of content, is arguably better than the other two. Yeah. But even though there's probably more on Disney Plus that I would watch. There's more on Disney Plus that I've already seen or already own. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, I don't think Disney Plus is a bad thing at all. I think it's wonderful. I just think I'm going to wait a couple of months to get it because I'm I'm going to want to watch all of The Mandalorian because as far as I understand, that's going to be an every Friday job. Yeah, it'll be a weekly thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm waiting for more of Marvel's Phase 4 to come out. Yeah, yeah, um, one division and was it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, because there's 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 four things on there. There's there's the nerd stuff like Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. And I already have from that what I was really interested in. Um, I I wouldn't mind watching the Clone Wars, but I'm neither here nor there on it. Um, yeah, yeah. There's the Disney stuff, which obviously is you know like Disney and Pixar and all that. Um, but we already own the bulk of that stuff already because Samantha yeah. is quite a diehard fan. Yeah. Um, there's the the nostalgia bit, and that's where like the Marvel cartoons and Disney's Recess and things like that, the shit I used to watch on a Saturday morning as a kid. Yeah. That's great. It's cheesy as hell. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes that shit don't age. No, it doesn't doesn't age well, does it? Um, But I don't think I don't think I'd pay for that alone. And then there's the original content, and that's where I'm like, there is plenty of original content, just not geared towards what I want to watch. I don't know about that. Have you seen the uh, teaser which they're doing on National Geographic? The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. That's worth your subscription right there, just Jeff Goldblum going around being mental. The thing is, Jeff Goldblum is is fine when he's like an actor. But Samantha said it the other day, and I finally understand why I think he's a bit of a fucking strange guy. Samantha said, do you know what? If in 20 years' time you found out that Steve Goldblum was actually a... Um, Wait, did I say Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff. If Jeff Goldblum turned out to be a massive paedophile, I wouldn't be all that surprised. Happen, the world would probably implode. Yeah. yeah probably. Like, oh my god, have you heard? It's like Stephen, it's like Stephen Fry dies, and we find out he's a bigger nonce as well. We're yeah. Like, oh shit, no. <laughs> like, it's just that whole thing. Like, you know, all right, have you heard? Jeff Goldblum, he's he's been fiddling kids. So I I'd honestly sit there, and nod my head, and go, could have called it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Could have yeah. called it. You know, I can't see I can't see Jeff being a nonce, but you know, what? I can see him fiddling alpacas. Mm. <laughs> if you turn around and said to me, Jeff Goldblum's an alpaca fiddler, I'd be like, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, see, talking about alpacas, we watched Emperor's New Groove the other day. That's my favourite. That is one of the most underrated Disney films ever. It's just so oh, yeah, it's best. Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's my favourite Disney film. I love that film. It's why it always kind of like, it irritates me a little bit in... Uh, um, Family guy that Patrick Warburton doesn't get any like let's say really decent lines in that show because yeah. he's an awesome voice actor. He is, yeah. oh, he's incredible. Watch him in Emperor's New Clothes and also watch him in Venture Brothers where he does the voice of Brock Samson. Yeah, and yeah, that is badass. Of that, he's fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, I... We watched. Um, sorry, we watched a couple of others. We watched Aladdin, the original Aladdin. Yes, the good one. The good one. Yeah. And the original Hercules. And there's so many references in those films that I get now as an adult that I've yeah. not watched them for so long. There's one bit in Hercules where he's, he's trying to save Panic, Panic when they're pretending to be the two kids. And one of them shouts out, call I-X-I-I. And I, I got it, when I listened to it, I realised he was saying 911 in Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute, that. I was just, oh, fucking, yeah, I was, I was in hysterics over that bit. I think I noticed that, actually. Good yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, when you're an adult, you actually pick up these references. Yeah. And that's what's so good about. Right, Slinger, give yeah. us your catch-up. What have you been up to? Well, besides from playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo, along with yourself, I've razzed a bit on Dark Souls 3, just because it's, it's a comfort game or anything else, to be honest. You just kind of put it in, browse away, that's it, job's good. Takes a lot of time, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's just one of those easy games to play, though, isn't it? You just put it in. Well, it is when you've not played it for a while, but then after about 10 minutes, you play. Yeah, you've got your muscle memory kicked so in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I can't be browsing on that a bit. But I also played Resident Evil 3 demo as well, the Nemesis one, you know, the remake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, plays a lot like number two remake, except you have a dodge mechanic now, which I must admit you do feel a bit badass with. 
Yeah, uh, because in three, obviously a bit more on ground level, so more zombies, and just like with Resident Evil 2 Remake, those fuckers don't go down easy. <laughs> so the dodge mechanic, if you time it just right, it slow-mos everything down. If you want to, you can get crafty headshots and then, you know, run away, all that sort of stuff. Oh, is there only parry mechanic out of Dark Souls? Yeah, pretty much, only the much more slow down. So if you kind of like lunge and you dodge at the right time, it does slow down. So yeah, it's kind of like Max Payne. That's probably the best way to describe it. Like, but it's not Max yeah. Payne, but from a parry, parry perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks pretty. It looks quite tense. Nemesis looks like an absolute brick shit house. Um, that might be interesting in picking it up later, but I haven't really decided yet. Mm-hmm. I know you probably won't play it, brother, because, you know, zombies. Oh, yeah, just me being a massive awesome. pussy. Massive pussy. We didn't say it, you did. It's fine. And that's, and that's pretty much it, really. Right. Um, right, brilliant. Right, what I'm going to do yes, is... That was I'm short gonna, sweet, That it? was short and sweet. <laughs> We're only half an hour in, this is great. Um, yep. What I'm going to do, I'm going to throw in a quick break here for the listener, and then we're going to come back for the questions for idiots. Okay. Okay. Everyone say bye. 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 But whilst we're on the subject, Jaffa Cake has actually written in. And she... <laughs> How deep is your hole, Craig? <laughs> you can't do that. I'm actually recording. I've now got to re-record this because of that. No, keep going. No, I can't. You can't ask those kinds of questions. Yeah, yeah. I was about a hole in your garden, mate. Oh, you're on about the trench. Yeah, what were you thinking of? Nothing. I was thinking about the hole at work. Shut up, Slinger. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Jaffa Cake, Jaffa Cake does actually write in and say that she can't believe how crazy all this has gotten since the last time we recorded. Um, her work, despite not being essential, isn't in lockdown because uh, they can't work from home. So there is currently no isolation for Jaffa Cake at the moment. Um, we did, I, I, I responded back and said, how are you coping with it all? What are you planning to keep you sane? What have you been working on? Because uh, she's been working on some content. Um, she came back and like the rest of the world, um, she's been playing some Animal Crossing um, because it's nice to get away to a world where this shit isn't happening. Um, and she's been working on YouTube content, so she's been enjoying that. But that's how she's keeping sane at the moment. Yeah, good. Which is nice. Good for you. Um, Eleven writes in, he's actually got a question for us. He says, would you rather wipe your butt with potato chips or a chocolate cake? <laughs> what type of chocolate cake? <laughs> Fudge. Mm, I'll go with potato chips. Alex? I'll think of chips. Really? <laughs> They are. Because of the cupcake. No. Alex, what? Ah, well, I've, ah, I've got. If it's a cupcake, you don't use the cupcake. You use the wrapper. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Ah. Uh, so, so you're cheating your way out of this one. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say. I'm, I'm, I'm right near in this shit. I'm, 
I'm going to say it's not a cupcake. You have to determine that it is a full-blown cake. There's no wrapper with it. Ah, fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, potato chips come in a wrapper anyway, so you've got to use yeah. that. No, they've yeah, been... Yeah, it's a wrapper, can't you? They've been put in a, they've been put in a serving bowl. <laughs> I'll use the bowl. Anything <laughs> <laughs> but the food is basically yeah. everything we're getting at it. Uh, you'll take ages trying to pick that shit out of your ass, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, crumbs get everywhere, man. It really. I didn't... mean, I mean, if it's the potato chips, then I'd go with. If it was McCoy's, then I'd use that because they're manly crisps. And, yeah. you know, I was say because they're ripped for your pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I would go with potato chips solely because even if you do manage to clean the shit away from your ass with a chocolate cake. It's not gonna look like the case. No, it's still gonna look like you just shoved some more shit up there, isn't it? Really? Exactly. Yeah, it's actually gonna look worse when you think about it. Yeah, you try and sit down after that. Uh, just fudge all over the place. I did see a great um, tweet the other day, though. It goes, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, first of Jan, twenty twenty. It's gonna be my year. Twenty third of March, twenty twenty. Here I am. Wife my ass with a pop noodle lid. <laughs> How's your year going? Fuck's sake. Um, so in agreement, we'll, we'll use Pringles. Yeah. The thing is, the Pringles make sense because you just use the lid to scrape away the poo and then exactly. you, wash, you wash the lid. Yeah. Let's be honest, you ain't going to eat the Pringles. No, this is it. Don't use the uh, chili, chili crisps, though. No, don't, yeah. you don't use the that spicy tingle. hot ones. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Barbecue sauce on your ass, that is not going to be fun. <laughs> uh, Eleven also says, be honest, who do you think is the biggest idiot out of all the idiots answering questions? Jay. Towson. Towson, definitely. <laughs> He also says that we haven't really spoken in a little while. He just wanted to see if I was okay. Um, so we got oh, yeah. to talking. Because um, unfortunately, he, um, he's he been kind of struggling to get out and get food. Um, so I asked him whether or not, because he's he has a disability. I don't know to what extent or anything like that. But at the time, it wasn't enough for him to be able to get out and get food or anything like that. So I asked him about that. He says things have gotten better. Um, he's got some help um, and he's ended up managing to be accepted onto the priority list so he can get some deliveries. Um, he managed to get out to the shops. Apparently that was pretty horrible. So everyone's in the same shitty boat at the moment. But, yeah. All right, so You're he's... a fucking legend, Eleven. Keep it going, mate. You really yeah. are a legend. We love you so much, man. Um, Samantha just gives us some questions, and I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, question one. What should you never whisper to someone as they are falling asleep? Anything. Dad's nice. <laughs> Is it? I'm going to say stick this in your bum now. See, I think I think you just own it. You just go, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, you're to go creepy, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Y
they just do one better and say James Towson. <laughs> <laughs> James is watching you sleep. Uh, question two: If getting an erection made a sound, what would yours make? <laughs> you know, every trailer that Chris Norton's done, that's my uh, that's the erection noise I make. <laughs> but yeah, that big booming sound from Inception. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be mine. My mine would be the uh, T H X logo sound. <laughs> To the point where it gets that deafening. You know what? I might change mine to the was it the old MGM lion? <laughs> wow! Or you could have you could have the 20th century fox. Yeah. <laughs> that might sound like it's been like ages since it's got up there, and I'm just giving you around the floor. Yeah, you get you get a fucking procession going through yeah. the room as it's going. <laughs> Big clap. Well done. Erection time. <laughs> What's your erection noise, Ronald? I've, I've got a door that creaks real bad when you open it. I kind of feel like that's it. <laughs> I thought you'd be Samantha Lash then. Something horrible has happened, guys. The call has actually ended, so you have to bear with us one moment, and so I can try and get this shit back on track. <laughs> right, we've managed to get back on track. Okay, we recording, filming, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, recording. Okay, what well, from now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yes, your erection noise is Samantha laughing. No, no I, I like the idea of the creaky door. Yeah, basically. Don't do it again, Carlin. What's brilliant is, as I've said that, like, Samantha's opened the door downstairs and I can just hear the sound of the door creaking. Like, that's my erection. I'm ready. Uh, what, would be, what would be the most inappropriate movie to remake as a porno? Titanic. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> Especially when the big ant comes in. <laughs> um, oh, God, I'm busy. 401 Dalmatians. Oh, just Schindler's List it. That's probably going to be the worst one to do. <laughs> Schindler's List. Three lots of Towson. <laughs> Looking at his girlfriend. <laughs> Three men and a baby.
Um, me and t uh, multi-platform man got chatting the other day. Um, he thinks that the coronavirus is man-made. He thinks it's uh, Man U. Sorry, Manchester United, to all of our non-UK listeners, um, started this so that Liverpool couldn't win the Premiership. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um, there is actually a real conspiracy theory about it, though, as well. No, no, it's it's. I don't have time for the conspiracy theory. The thing is, even, even if it is, I'm like, what are you going to do about it? So I, well, yeah, exactly. I just try to not think about that shit at the moment. Yeah. The thing I always love about the conspiracy theories is, it's like, okay, you just made something that is probably incredibly boring and interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can come up with all sorts of like Jason Bourne type, you know, conspiracy type stuff, and at the end of the day, yeah, reality is just going to disappoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we also went on about what he was playing. Like everyone else in the world, he's currently playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah, he reckons that Nintendo could not have planned it any better. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo basically poisoned the world so that people will buy animal crossing. Yeah. <laughs> and get fucking done over by the raccoon mouse. Man. Uh, raccoon mouse. Oh, what's this? Oh my god, it's James Towson. Reject. I'm, I am actually going to decline because I need to add yeah. him into this one, so. <laughs> Just come up. Miss Force Mail, we have James Towson. <laughs> there we go, let's try and add him into this one. Oh, it's again now. <laughs> Hi, Towson. Hello. Oh my God, he's here. <laughs> Have you been Hello. Hello. Oh, Hello. 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 Right, we don't need to do this. Hello. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. Um, Hello. Oh, fuck. Why did I ring him? to mute a call quite so much um, alright so the next person we spoke to was uh, Cody um, he's been working at his hospital, he's been doing 12 hour shifts and in the little free time that he's been getting he's been playing Animal Crossing and he cannot wait for the coronavirus to be eradicated Just like Animal Crossing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he's He's an absolute hero. Um, he's posted a picture of himself. He's he's in his scrubs, um, looking very dapper, and he's he says it is getting worse with each passing day, but he's trying his best. Um, he's, he was due to go and get a checkup, so to be honest with you, I'm probably going to drop him a message and just see how he's getting on still. But yeah. No, we absolutely will. I think it's brilliant um, that he's done it. Towson. Yes, sir. What are you doing to keep yourself sane amidst this COVID-19 pandemic? Oh, myself? 
So Samantha's actually cut my hair for me. Say again. Have you got any left? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I look I look beautiful. This is a terrible podcast, and doing this over the phone is not easy. It is not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, right, so that's those were our questions for idiots. James, just out of interest, if your erection made a noise, what would it be? In your own time, James. Right, Bedoying. Bedoying. <laughs> God, this is the worst podcast ever. Right, let's take a quick break. So, this... We're back. We're back. Hi, my name's Craig Broddle. I'll be your host tonight on Pixel Prep. Tonight we're going to be talking about what games we would like to change, maybe our favourite ones. Not so much tweaking the game itself, but for future illustrations of our series. Craig, what do you think of this? That wasn't like a really, really, really good intro because I had no idea you were doing that. So, tell me more about how you would change Mass Effect. Okay. No problem. Ah, yes. I see where you're coming from. That's an excellent point. I haven't started. Don't do that. Don't jump the gun. (laughs) So, shout out James's girlfriend. I don't know. Like I was, I was just looking at it, and I, I was thinking about two games in particular. I was thinking about Pokemon. Obviously, I touched upon that earlier because I said about how um, they did away with gym challenges, and they did instead the uh, the island trials, which was a very different 
a kind of take for Pokemon. It was, um, I don't know, for a, for a fucking franchise that has not moved in 25 years, it was pretty impressive for them to go, you know what, we're not going to do badges. Right, I thought that was pretty cool. That is a revelation. Um, Mass Effect is the other game that I... Well, Andromeda is the game that I've been playing recently, and it got me thinking about the original one. And I just... I really like the game, but that story-wise, there's just not a lot to it. And I was thinking about this. There's this whole... You arrive in the Andromeda system, so you arrive in a whole new galaxy, and there are only two forms of life, which, considering there's like nine in the Milky Way, I'm like, oh, okay then, so not a problem, maybe we just haven't discovered everyone. Um, but you've got the good aliens and then the bad aliens, and the bad aliens are basically just the bad guys throughout the entire thing. Then there are some alien robots, and they're part of an, an ancient culture that you know nothing about until maybe like the last half an hour of the game. And it doesn't really branch out. It doesn't do anything adventurous at all. Like it's, it's a safe and happy ending and you don't kind of feel like you've got to deal with the weight of your decisions like you did in the previous Mass Effect trilogy. So I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'd like to see more weight put on the decisions that were made. Um, I'd like to see uh, some different designs when it comes to aliens. Like, I don't know, I mentioned earlier to you guys about the jellyfish alien. I'm like, it's literally just like a, a floating clitoris with tentacles. Like, yeah, no. And I'm like, okay, so like, how do you deal with one of them? Telepathically. It talks telepathically. It's the same way you deal with a normal one. <laughs> And it's, it's just one of those, like, I really like that it was that weird in the first one, and yet four games later it seems to have gotten really kind of tame. Like, we should be taking the opportunity to have some interesting and weird stuff in there. You know what you should do? Go on, tell me. Merge both franchises together. Mass Pokemon. Mass Pokemon. You'll have 150 alien races that you can beat up. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? You get a badge at the end of it. You get a badge at the end of it as well. Surely if I beat all of them, I'm just crowned the champion. Yeah, you got to smash them all. I've got to smash them all. Funny, because if... You can say that two ways. Yeah, I was going to say. If you go yeah. online, you can actually find a different couple of ways of smashing them all. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, then, that's... I suppose I just want to see a bit more kind of like creativity with the the designs that you get. I mean, I've always liked that one of the big characters you get is a big like um, lizard guy in a big tank suit. You know. I bet you do. Okay, yeah, that's enough. Let's move on. Slinger, what is the Hello. game that you would improve upon or change? What what franchise would you change? I'd like to change Dead of a Okay. I'd like to change Devil May Cry. How come? Because I felt 5 was just fan service wank. <laughs> okay. And also, there's a strange comp. Since uh, playing Dark Souls, you know how you can lock onto your targets? Alex will know this. You're not. 
because you're a pussy to play your games. <laughs> but then, uh, Devil May Cry, you don't really lock onto your targets. It's kind of like it goes from, well, you've got to hold it on to the whole time. So you've got to push in um, when they stick things like L3, you've got to push in to, hold it, you know, to keep it locked on or press on the trigger button. So it's really irritating to do that, especially after going from something like Dark Souls, where one click, bam, you're there. And you can scroll through your different targets. Uh, and also to play more around with the Devil, um, uh, Devil Bringer, that's it, from Devil May Cry 4. Because okay. that thing's badass. The Devil Bringer, the, with the funky arms that arm. he had, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the robot arm in 5 was okay, but compared to what you got in 4, you know, where you just drag an enemy, enemy from across the room, yeah. fucking uppercut it in the air, jump up and just smash it back down to the ground. That was satisfying. And actually, you'd probably get rid of Dante as well from the series. You'd get rid of him? Yeah, bring more focus on Nero now. Okay. Because there's only so much Dante can do, can he? He's always been the cool main character, but when you've got another one coming up, you know, it's... It's, it's like trying to fight for the spotlight all the time. That's like one thing I did not like about Thor. You get to a certain point, and then you got to play the whole game backwards, but just as Dante. Yeah, that was kind of awful. Yeah, it was kind of lazy, didn't it? It's yeah. like, oh, what about new levels are going to play as Dante? Oh, wait, no, it's the same shit. Same bosses. Good bosses, don't get me wrong, but... I played, the fire de- I played against the fire demon. I played against the plant demon. So, no. No, I get that. That makes sense. Like, I, I'd like to see change up. Four wasn't great for that. Um, and I'll admit, I got halfway through, found out you had to go back with a different character, and I was like, nah. Nope, fuck this. Yeah. Not, not for me. Yeah, it's that sort of case of, yeah, well, pretty much you've got to that point, you've done the game. Yeah. I think there's only something like two bosses left after that they have to worry about. Maybe three. Well, the thing is, with Devil May Cry, you're not really playing it for story, you're playing it for action. Yeah. I just uh, want to so jump in, guys, just very quickly, because um, I've been messaging messaging uh, Taos and trying to find out where he is, because as the listeners might have noticed, he's not around, and he's just said that he's not very well. Um, he's not... <laughs> He's not feeling great, so he's going to go and sleep it off. He was ever so sorry about the podcast, um, and he hopes that me and Samantha had a good anniversary. Oh, bless him. Yeah. yeah. That's nice of him. So, yeah. just our Take apologies from Towson. Yeah. Oh, Is God. He... That'd be horrible if he's actually got something. Besides from, you know, his usual diseases. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'll change Devil May Cry, uh, tie up the combat, and add more variation to the levels as well. Yeah. Because 4 was okay for that, because you went through, was it Ice World, uh, Fire World, Plant World, and all that sort of stuff. 3 and 4, were, sorry, 3 and 5 were very dull. Yeah. You've got like London, then Rocky Place, and that was pretty much a lot in 5. Yeah, you see, I've not played 5, but... Like, I think the focus has always been more on combat than anything else, hasn't it? Yeah, which is good. I mean, that's, that's the good thing. I mean, you don't pay attention to the story. Stories, 
over-the-top Chinese Hong Kong action. That's the whole point of it. Um, but yeah, just get that combat tightened up, boys. Come on, Capcom. Come to sort it out. Sort it. Um, is there any other game that you think that you would adjust or? Persona, uh, less fluff text. Say again. Persona, less fluff text. Persona, but with less fluff text. And more rewards for social interaction. Yeah. Because when you kind of like max out your social uh, rankings, bugger all happens. Yeah, no, it does, doesn't it? It's supposed to um, kind of like, I don't know, like unlock better personas for those characters. It doesn't really, though, does it? I mean, I mean I, the only good thing I ever had was I maxed out my friendship with Eugene because he's my bro, and he protected me, which was quite cool. So when I was like, Joker was on his last legs, and the villain was about to come in for the kill, Ryuji comes across, takes the hit, and I was like, ah. Oh, you're my bro, Ryuji. Um, but besides that, it's the only real like advance you got from the social interactions. Yeah, I I see what you're coming from. Like, I'm not a massive fan of the fact that not a lot happens. I felt it was done better with um, Persona Four. Yeah. But I don't know. I suppose we'll um, we'll see what we end up with when the Royal comes out. Yeah, it comes out soon, doesn't it? It's the end of this month. Or... Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, have a seventy quid to burn. I do feel ever so sorry for it though, because it's just like, oh, what's coming out? Well, there's Persona, the Royal, okay, and there's Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, a lot of shit's coming around in April, isn't it? That was like, why? Why are you doing this? You know. And I do feel sorry for him. Yeah, saying that. Um... I say I'll probably put FF Seven remake on the back burner for the time being. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my day one purchase. Only because I've played it before with Catch My Drift. No, I get that. I've only uh, well, in this case, I played the first portion of it before. Well, I find out how many parts come with Final Fantasy Seven. Mate, that's why I'm holding back a little bit. It's not going to have changed. Demo goes to the end of the bombing run. Right. So you beat the scorpion boss and your leg hits, and that's pretty much a lot. Right, okay. So you've probably got around about half an hour game play. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't sound a lot. No, it's not a lot at all. But uh, when we find out how many parts there is to it, then I'll probably be a bit more interested in picking it up because, what, it's 40, 50 quid for. You know, a section of the game. Yeah, that's a lot. And if you, especially if you're going to see, was it deluxe digital version? That's seventy. Sorry, seventy-five quid online. Fucking insane. The thing is, they have been very clear that it will stand out as its own kind of game. Like it will be a kind of like a self-contained thing where. It looks after itself. It's it's not going to be a case of you're going to be wondering when you can have the next bit. It will be a case of this is awesome regardless. Which I, I hope is the case. Just, I think I'll just do like a bait and switch and say like, right, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, three years time. Yeah. yeah. I hope not, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, but better not. <laughs> 
developers seem to focus on is how can we make multiplayer games that more immersive. They don't. They tend to sort of ignore all the single player stuff that got these people in these interested in these games in the first place. Yeah. So. No, I get where you're coming from with that. <laughs> I I loved the um, the original Battlefront games. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. Um, I I love the fact that you could you could become like the um, oh what were they the jetpack troopers and you could fly around it wherever you wanted like I don't know if you had yeah. that kind of versatility in the new game but oh it was I one of the things that I loved. You have to get battle points throughout the game, which I mean is is not a bad way of doing it because it means you have to play the game and you have to get involved in it to use the new characters as they go along but I, for, some, for some reason I'm not a massive fan of playing that online I'd prefer to have a single player campaign that was a bit like the original Battlefront 2 where you had a galactic conquest mode so you'd build up fleet so you'd have to fight space battles you'd have to fight ground battles and you know it would just carry on and, and that to me was really really good but mm-hmm. as I say uh, unless your title is solely a single player game, everyone just focuses on multiplayer now. Yeah, I will. I will agree with that. Like, it does seem to be the case. I mean, Fortnite certainly hasn't done us any favours, has it? No. It is exactly the kind of thing that you think, oh, brilliant, it's more of that one. Yeah. It's more of the same. Yeah, I mean, I played the Call of Duty Warzone over the weekend. All right. I, I don't enjoy it. It's not for me. The Battle Royale seems not something that I want to get involved in. I've, I've played, played a few games of it, and because I played Fortnite and H1Z1 and, and, and others like it, I just feel I've done this already. I don't, I don't see what the massive hype is. Yeah, feels a bit repetitive. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, because you've got the same same sort of reason as, as why the circle is shrinking in the first place. You play one of them, you've played them all, and the only thing is different is the way the graphics are created, the weapons that can be used, and the the title of the game. That's all that's changed. That the premise is still exactly the same. Yeah, not. I can agree with you on that one. To be fair, I um, I I can see it being quite samey all throughout. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say you played a battle royale there for a second, bro. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I don't need to be told how bad I am. I dipped in online on Fortnite and gave those children a good old thrashing. Yeah, let's not go there. I've played Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode, Call of Duty's Battle Royale mode, Fortnite, H1Z1. If you were to, to, to tell me which game they were, I could tell you exactly the thing. They're just exactly the same. There's, there's no difference. It just, I, I'm, I'm annoyed by the fact that everyone seems to be getting hyped up about this. It's just a, a single deathmatch free-for-all with a shrinking arena. There's no sort of exciting point to it. Yeah. 
I can understand that. Like I, that, I think that's why none of that appeals to me. Like it's all a very contained environment. First time the other day. I, I watched that film for the first time the other day. Fucking brilliant, isn't it? It's all right. It's yeah. it's not amazing, but oh no, it is. No, it's just what it is. It's just wonderfully yeah. daft. Yes. You know, it's not. Uh, it's not going to rock the cinema. Well, it came out. God, how long it came out? Early two thousands, I think. Yeah, actually got it. Oh, that's got a Blu-ray right here, actually. I say when it's out, but either way, the thing that always cracks me up with Battle Royale is the um, intro video. You know, when they all get uh, into the classroom and all that, and they get introduced to the um, the island by the TV. Yeah. yeah. And the ultra hyper girl goes, Konnichiwa! Oh, yeah. I love that bit. That was brilliant. Yeah. If you don't move, you're going to go boom! You know? <laughs> <laughs> No, that, that was brilliant. Was the first battle at Battle Royale was awesome. The second one was crap. For me, it was when the teacher got again, shot was... to pieces at the end. the same thing. Say again. As if you just repeated the same thing. Yeah, no, this is it. I mean, you can't really vary it up too much, can you? Not really. But I, I will say, I love the bit towards the end where... Uh, the teacher was shot to pieces and then got up after being shot to pieces, made a phone call, ate a cookie, and then died. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It's such a weird game. Uh, film, even. Film, film. Yeah, uh, it was also a bit brutal as well, wasn't it? Because it's someone where his daughter or someone like that basically telling him to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, so stop bringing up here, Dad. You know, you make your mum cry and all that sort of stuff. I'm just fuck off and die. It's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I um, I will say like it's it's one of those films. It's easy to watch up until the point that that one girl stabs that guy to death in the crotch. Oh yeah, that was the only like bit the that felt uncomfortable for me. I did uh, I did like this, the exchange student though, you know, the one with the red hair, the psycho one. Yeah, him. Yeah, at the end he's blind with blood dripping out his eyes. Yeah, he was he was a weird guy. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant little character because everyone feared him, didn't they? Yeah, because I think he, I think was it a movie or a story where he, he volunteered to go back. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> he survived. Why not go back? Why not go back? Yeah, with the wild cards. Oh. Right. So, anything else? No, that was it for me. Wonderful. Right, we're going to take a very short break and then we're going to come back and say goodbye to our wonderful listeners. Just not in general. I'm so glad I pressed the record button, guys. All right, so thanks for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this, then please throw us a follow over at pixel underscore prep. Uh, if you want to follow the guys, you may do so. Alex, where can we find you? At AJ Wallace. And Slinger, where can we find you? At Brottle Facts. 
No, don't. <laughs> Why? No. Oh, yes. Follow all facts about Brundle and Brundle-related things at Brundle Facts. You have to let Brundle's me know if you get a new Twitter account. If you get a new follower on that account, you need to let me know. I've only got a thousand. <laughs> uh, make sure that you subscribe to the show and give us a rating or a like or whatever you do. <laughs> Uh, remember you can listen to us through a number of different services you can use iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, Himalaya or you can even check us out through our host site podcasts.com until next time we bid you good luck on your many adventures and be careful not to take an arrow to the knee Okay. any idea what that's from? yeah Skyrim reference yeah Skyrim reference I'm aware of these internet memes well, I was thinking our outro game is pretty fucking weak, and then I was like, oh my god, why don't we just, like, do references to games on the way out? And take one to the knee. Yeah, take one to the knee. Mm. Anyway, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, brother. Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jacko. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Towsie. Bye-bye. 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 B